welcome to the Abiding Podcast, and this week is another Monday Musings. Um, and as you might well have noticed, I've spent quite a lot of time in the last few weeks really kind of going through nice and slowly through the Book of Song of Songs in my own time. And every now and again, I love to share what kind of really is jumping out at me. And the last time I sat down and read through, or the last time I was sitting with with my Bible to read through Song of Songs um, earlier this week, and what really jumped out at me was this final verse in Song of Songs 5. And for context, this is the Shulamite talking, this is the bride talking, and this is how she talks about Jesus. Um, so verse six, 5 verse 16, it says, and this is in the Passion Translation, Most sweet are his kisses, even his whispers of love. He is delightful in every way and perfect from every viewpoint. If you ask me why I love him so, O brides-to-be, it's because there is none like him to me. Everything about him fills me with holy desire, and now he is my beloved, my friend, forever. And when I was journaling alongside reading, the key kind of like heading I gave for this was like, this is the definition of what it looks like to be in love with Jesus. For him to be the sweetest thing on our minds, to be the thing that is delightful in every way, and every time we look at him, it, he is perfect. And that actually, when it comes to this world, when it comes to everything else in life, there is nothing like him. There is no one like him in our lives. And everything about him should fill us with holy desire. And yeah there's a real thing of like this falling back in love with Jesus that has been kind of on my mind especially especially in this in this time just because of the quiet and the space that we have right now we're coming out of a lockdown here in the UK and there is a real a real sense of like I don't want to lose those sweet intimate moments I had during this lockdown but also, it's so important for us as a people, and I mentioned it last time, <coughs> that it is so vital for us to know him, know him by experience, because it's in the knowing that it matters most. Matthew 7, depart from me, for I never knew you. But there's that deeper still thing of like, actually... It's not just about knowing him, but do you love him? You can know someone. And like I tackled with the an episode a little while back, for some of us, Jesus is a good friend, but he's not our beloved. Um, and for men in particular, that's a difficult thing to kind of really wrestle with, of the soppiness of Song of Songs and the romanticism of Song of Songs. But it's that feeling of like when you look at someone, there is nothing and no one else in this world that matters. And 
being honest at times, there are other things that cross my mind and take my attention and I have to make sure that my mind, when I have my moments with Jesus, when I take my time away, that it is focused on him. And I just wanted to really kind of briefly put that out there. But also this morning I've been reading, again, a little bit further on in Song of Songs, started reading Song of Songs 6 this morning. And what I really loved is this thing of like, in the end of chapter 5, you've got her pouring her love out, but then you have the bridegroom in chapter 6 from verse 4 pouring out his love on her. So I'm just going to read you a few verses, starting at verse 4 and going down. Um, oh, my beloved, you are lovely. When I see your beauty, I see a radiant city where we will dwell as one, more pleasing than any pleasure, more delightful than any delight. You have ravished my heart, stealing away my strength to resist you. Even hosts of angels stand in awe of you. Turn your eyes from me. I can't take it anymore. I can't resist the passion of these eyes that I adore. Overpowered by a glance, my ravished heart undone. And that's just a brief snippet of what he goes on to talk about and talk about the beauty of the bride and of the church and of us as his beloved. And yeah, the same again. I just want to yeah just end this episode. It's going to be a bit shorter than normal, but I want to encourage you to go and take some time and sit in that perspective of if he... Actually, before I go there, another verse just comes to mind of we love him because he first loved us. And when we read those two, sometimes those two accounts, if you read them in that order, it almost seems that we need to love Jesus for him to love us. But let's be, if I'm honest, it's so often the love and the goodness of Jesus that brings out that love response of of 516 and Song of Songs of like his goodness and his amazing nature and kindness draws that out of us. And what I want to encourage you guys to do today is is take a moment just to sit in that that feeling of like he loves us so much that actually he is overwhelmed by just one glance of our eyes and is undone in those moments. And then there's this kind of like defining definition of like our love towards him being so, so in love that he is unrivaled. There is no one equal to him. And I would, I would recommend listening as you do this exercise to sit like I'd recommend grabbing a Bible in particular, the Passion Translation's wording is beautiful and really helpful because it's a lot more poetic in its like in the way that it's written. But also put on, I would recommend a song by on the new Maverick City Upper Room album called Getting Ready. Because as I was reading this, I just really got a sense of like it's a time for us to prepare to becoming that bride, the beautiful radiant bride and a couple notes that I wrote down was this whole thing of like, for us to be ready as a bride is that there's this, the washing in his blood, the cleansing, the knowing, and the deep, deep knowing that everything in our past and everything in our future is under the blood. 
it is covered by his sacrifice and is covered by what he's done. But then also I had this thing of like, we are going to be clothed in his righteousness and learn to be like that. And I just saw that almost like this whole getting ready for the marriage ceremony. It's like being showered in the blood so that we are clean and we are pure and that we are ready to pursue him and ready for that wedding ceremony at the end of Revelation. But then we are clothed in his righteousness, this kind of like our wedding dress, our wedding attire, that we are going to be clothed in his righteousness. And it's, it is from him that this has come, not that we've gone out and sought after it or done anything for it, but it's through him that we have received this. And then, finally then, we will receive the final thing, which is union with him. So I'd encourage you to listen to that song. I'll try and link it in the description of this podcast. But I would just take, if you've got the time to listen to both of the tracks back to back of Getting Ready and then The Reprise, I would recommend if you've only got time for one, that's amazing too. I hope that this encourages you. And I just want to close by praying for you guys that that in this coming week, let there be nudges, let there be pulls, let there be like sparks of love for Jesus as you see his goodness, his kindness and his love for you in your week, in your day to day. And when you feel those and when you see those, I just pray that you will find time to respond. Not just to receive, but to respond to his love. Hey, and I just pray for those thin places in the mundane, like Brother Lawrence washing dishes. I just pray for thin places in the mundane of our lives, in the mundane of our day-to-day work, that there will be a thin place for you to meet with Jesus and for him to pour his love out on you. Amen. I hope that this podcast blesses you i hope that it encourages you to fall more and more in love with jesus and i can't recommend more just meditating on what it looks like and feels like to be loved by him but then also have our hearts respond in love to him thank you guys for listening speak again soon